Hello, my beautiful queens, and welcome to Queen Creations Radio, your one-stop shop for all things manifestation, fashion, women's empowerment, and all the -the behind-the-scenes action of Queen Creations design. I am your host and the creative director of Queen Creations, Natasha Mundy. Hello, my beautiful queens, and welcome to another episode of Queen Creations Radio. So this week on the podcast, we're actually going to be touching on a subject that I get really fired up about and really passionate about, and this is the importance of having something in your life um, that, you know, brings you joy, that makes you happy. So whether that's a passion, a hobby, a business, anything like that, something that is for you, and so we're going we're gonna to kind of dive in deep with that and, and have a little chat about that. But before we do, so I'm going to give you a little bit of a recap on all the things that have been happening in the Queen Creations world. So currently, I am so deep in creation mode that it is just insane. So, you know, I let it slip the other week that I'm actually in the process of developing some uh, some online courses. Um, and... I'm deep in that mode at the moment and I'm so excited about it and it's just taking up the good part of my life. So when I'm, you know, not at work, I'm usually finishing my day at work and coming home, spending some time with my son. And then when he's in bed, I'm jumping on and doing work and my days off and all that sort of stuff because I'm building something here and I'm really, really excited about it. I am also taking my time with it as well because I want it to be right. Um, so I'm developing you know, developing the course, I found a platform which I want to put it on and also a free download that actually goes along with that. So the free download will be what will be available first. And yeah, then we'll go, you know, get into the courses, which is really, really exciting. And basically, you know, the courses are obviously sort of all around manifestation and goal setting. Um, You know, if there's anything else that I'm really good at in this world, it's setting goals and being the person who achieves them. So, you know, why not share that? Um, with other people and I absolutely want to share that with other people because this was a skill that I didn't learn to develop until later in my life and if I can you know help one other woman towards you know living a life that she dreams of and realizing that it's not too late um, and it's never too late to restart reinvent yourself or you know achieve those goals then you know I would be one super happy queen over here so Let's get into it because this topic is something that I'm really passionate about and I I think that it's something that does affect a lot of women and, you know, and you go through different sort of phases in your life of, um, you know, insecurity and, and things like that and that's where I think this leads to. So what we're talking about is I'm talking about having, you know, the importance of having something in your life that is yours, that brings you happiness Um, you know, and whether that is a sport, a hobby, a business, um, you know, anything, you know, that, that just basically is something that you do that sort of, that makes you happy basically. And there's a reason why, you know, this is something that's really important because you need different things, you know, and I always talk about pouring from a full cup you like so saying that you can't pour from an empty cup so you know this plays into that quite a lot because if you're not doing anything in life to fill your cup then you are coming at life with an empty cup 
And, you know, and I think that sometimes having, whether it's, whether they're hobbies, sports, um, you know, businesses, they're usually sort of based around having sort of goals and some sort of ambition as well. And, you know, like maybe, maybe it's yoga, maybe, maybe it's dancing, maybe it's a business, maybe, you know, like it, it could be really anything. Um, but usually when there are things involved like that, that you have, you know, goals around those as well. And, you know, sort of, you know, maybe it's yoga and, and you want to, you know, be able to do, you know, like a perfect downward dog or I don't know, like just something random, you know, like, um, you know, maybe if I give you some examples of what mine were, you know, like I've been through, you know, a lot of different phases in my life and I have a lot of different sort of, ho- I've always had some sort of hobby, whether that be a sport or performing or, you know, like now, you know, I have so many things. So, you know, let's take it back. So in the past, what sort of things have I done? I've served heavily involved in surfing, like absolutely love surfing. And, you know, like, and I had goals within that about winning a surf competition, um, you know, and getting medals for surfing, which I did, um, you know, same with wrestling. There was another, it's another perfect example, you know, like wrestling for me, I set like a, a big goal of winning a championship and I got to achieve that twice, even when it didn't look possible at one point or another. Um, you know, like, but then I also have hobbies, you know, like sewing and, you know, like, I mean, I remember being a kid and doing long stitch for crying out loud. Do you know what I mean? I've always played tennis and calisthenics and, and netball and, you know, and now in my more recent life, obviously when I had to hang up my wrestling boots, then I went to do my burlesque dancing because I wanted to do the dancing and I wanted to perform. So, you know, threw myself into that. Um, and then now, you know, now it's the same with my YouTube channel, my podcast, my business, you know, like, you know, they're the things that I'm like, I'm really passionate about. Um, I'm really passionate about them. And and that's a theme with all the things that I've done in my life. I've always been really passionate about them. So when I played netball, I loved playing netball. When I played tennis, I loved playing tennis. When I surfed, I loved surfing, you know, like these were all things that I really, really loved to do. Um, and, you know, part of why this is sort of so reflective is because I think something that we can sometimes, sometimes what we can be a little bit guilty of is looking to other things to make us happy. Um, and a lot of the time what that falls down on is that we look to partners to make us happy. Um, we look to our children to make us happy. Um, and, you know, like, and that sort of pressure, like, firstly, I mean, you know, like there's a, there is that old saying, you know, like you need to love yourself first before other people can love you. And this is the same. You need to make yourself happy first and it's not somebody else's responsibility to make you happy. And I think that when we put that sort of responsibility on our partners, our friends, our loved ones, that it actually can be quite detrimental to the relationship. And, you know, because it puts this immense sort of pressure on somebody else to make you happy and you know as much as you know of course being in love you want to make the person that you're in love with happy but when that solely falls on your shoulders as your responsibility only and the other person's not doing anything for themselves to make themselves happy like how's anybody actually you know meant to to live up to that sort of expectation like it's just 
it's almost an impossible task, you know, and at the same time they're trying to make themselves happy and they're trying to live their life. Like it's just this big recipe for disaster. And over a lot of time it builds up to be just a lot of resentment because, you know, you're not being made happy by someone else because you're incapable of making yourself happy. So how can someone else do it? Um, And then they sort of get a bit resentful towards you too because, you know, they feel like they're never good enough. So it really is this this sort of vicious cycle. So hence, you know, why I say it's really, really important. But the other thing that, you know, like, and when we're talking about relationships as well, of something that's like really important is if your partner has hobbies or sports or things that they're interested in and you don't outside of them, you know, like then then what happens is you get really insecure and you become really, really needy, right? So, you know, you because you get resentful that they're spending time out doing their sport or their hobby or their passion and you don't feel like you're a part of it and, you know, and obviously they're, they're away from you. So then you start getting a bit resentful to their hobby, to them being out, to them having friends, to them doing everything. And then what it actually does is, again, you know, like everything, everything has that sort of cause and effect, right? So we, you know, like you start feeling like this, you know, about the hobby and then, you know, because you don't have anything outside of, you know, these people, then, you know, you just end up becoming quite insecure, you know, with the whole relationship in general. And I might I add as well, and and I'm sorry if this offends anyone, but your hobby, your passion, your interest, your goals cannot be I want to get married or I want to have children. Um, because again, like it's not your husband's responsibility or your future husband's responsibility or partner or, you know, however way it is, it's it's not their responsibility to make you happy. And it's the same with having a child. You know, like it's actually quite unfair to put an expectation on a child to bring them into this world just for the sole purpose to make you happy because that was your goal. Like, yeah, I can't stress enough how important it is to have goals and, you know, ambition with your life that is not based or revolved around your husband and your child. Um. You know, and you do see a lot with some couples who spend, you know, like who are never apart from one another and who spend every waking moment together. You know, we all know them, right? We we all we, we all know them. We all see them. They're the couple that, you know, you can't invite one without inviting the other. And, you know, like where does the interest then come in that relationship? Like if you spend all day and all night together, you have the same friends, you do the same thing all the time, and you do the same hobbies and the same sports. What's left to talk about at the end of the night? You know, what what's left? Because, you know, to me, it doesn't really leave a lot. And I'll tell you something, and, you know, there is nothing more interesting more sexy, if you will, than when your partner has something in their life that they're passionate about and 
they like unapologetically go for it. You know, they do what they're passionate about. They do what they say they're going to do. They, you know, I sit back here and I watch my husband build a business. I sit back here and I watch him build his, you know, Twitch stream. You know, I saw him get his first Twitch payment the other day. Do you know how like incredibly proud I was of that moment and how incredibly proud I was of him? And, you know, like it just, you know, and and do you know why I felt that proud and why I didn't feel that resentment over that moment because of the time that he spends on Twitch or the time that he spends building his business and running our wrestling school and all that sort of stuff? Because I have my own passions, hobbies, interests, business, the lot, you know. So, and when I succeed, then he genuinely gets so excited for me also. And it's just such, I like it just ends up being a beautiful thing. And I use this analogy so many times and I will continue to use it and I think I'm going to not apologize for it. But, you know, the saying or the analogy of, you know, you cannot, you're on an aeroplane, the emergency mask come down. The first thing they tell you is to put that mask on yourself first before attending to anybody else. And the reason why we need to tend to ourselves first is so that we can give the best of ourselves to other people and we can be in service and we can live, you know, our lives being the best version of ourselves because we're looking after ourselves first. And this is, you know, and it's the same, like, and especially, you know, when you are a part of a family, you know, whether that's with kids or without kids, but when you are sort of a part of a family unit and whether that is just, you know, maybe it's you and a partner, um, you know, like it doesn't matter how big or how small that family unit is, but, you know, once you're with somebody, you have a responsibility to both yourself and that other person just to, you know, be the best version of yourself that you can be. Um, and some days, and it's not, it's not always going to be smooth sailing because some days you're not able to give your best and other days your partner is able to give their best, usually on the days that you can't. Now, it doesn't always work that way. But, you know, the idea is, is that you can pick each other up. But unless you're trying to be the best version of yourself, you know, when you can be, is then, it, you know, it's not going to happen otherwise. But, you know, this is why, you know, I, I can't tell you how important it is to have something in your life, to have a purpose, to have a reason, to have something that you just love to do. And it doesn't have to be fucking complicated. You know, I'm not saying that you have to go out there and start your own business because if that's not what lights you up and brings you joy, then there's no point of you doing it. Maybe what lights you up and brings you joy is going for a walk on the beach. Maybe what lights you up or brings you joy is dancing like a mad woman in your lounge room, singing along to bloody Celine Dion, right? Maybe what brings you joy is going out and connecting into nature. Maybe what brings you joy is knitting. Maybe what brings you joy is public speaking. I don't know (laughs) what it is, but... You know, you owe it to yourself 
to find it. You know, like may you know, like I have friends that what brings them joy is going to the gym and setting PBs, you know, squatting or you know doing whatever. But it brings them joy, and they make sure that they make time in their weekly schedule to go and do it. So this is the other important part of it. So cool, you've found what brings you joy. Now what? Well, now you need to do it, and now you need to do it regularly and make that time for yourself. You know, making. You know, you've got to. St- when it comes to yourself. You know, like as I said, you need to take care of yourself first before you can take care of other people. And you need to treat yourself like somebody that you love. Somebody that you love, somebody that you respect. And, you know, one of the great ways when it comes to, you know, doing something that brings you joy is setting it up like it's an appointment. And it's an appointment that you can't miss. So scheduling it in your diary, scheduling. I don't know how you, you know, I'm into calendar invites at the moment on my online calendar, Um, you know. And so now, you know, I mean, like for tomorrow, for example, I've got the day off tomorrow. So tomorrow, my tomorrow schedule looks like, and it's literally scheduled in, like I'm dropping Connor off at school. Now, the reason why that's scheduled in, even though I know I'm doing it, because that's special time with Connor, because it's time that I get to drive in the car with him, have a chat with him and just you know, really set him off on the right foot to school. So that's important. So that's in my schedule. I'm going to the gym tomorrow morning because I want to, you know, spend some time. Like I used to love going to the gym, especially when I worked at a gym. I loved working out. And not only did I love working out, but I loved the way that it made me feel. So I've scheduled that time with myself tomorrow to go to the gym because I'm going to do something that's going to make me feel good and something that brings me joy. And it's in my diary as if it is an appointment, an appointment that cannot be broken. And it shows my time as unavailable because I'm unavailable to anything else but that because I'm making that commitment to myself by putting in my diary that that is what I'm going to be doing. And, you know, it doesn't mean that you have to be, you know, we're all different types of people. So, you know, and me and myself, I'm all different types of person at all different times. So sometimes scheduling doesn't work for me and sometimes scheduling does work for me. But sometimes I need to be a little bit looser and then maybe it's like, well, this week I'm going to, you know, I'm going to create a YouTube video this week. And I might not set specific time per se to do it, but I just know that's my intention for the week and then I'll do it when I'm you know, when the time feels right. So that way it's been a little bit more intuitive. And if that's how you work better, then that's, you know, just setting the attention is enough and just making sure that you get to it is just as good. Um, but also then on other weeks, like I sometimes I need to schedule things in. So I will literally schedule things into my diary. Like, uh, you know, I might schedule in 10 minutes to dance around the house you know, or to, to sing along because uh, sometimes I need to do that. And then other times it's like, sometimes I feel it in the moment that that's what I want to do. So I do it. But one thing I make sure that I always do is that in the end of the week, I like to check in as well and to see how many times did I do something that brought me joy. 
that was outside of my child and my husband. So when I was solely independent for making myself happy and how many times did I do that this week? Did I do it at all? Did I do it enough? You know, these are the questions that I check in with. And for example, if, you know, say I didn't do it, then I would, that's when I would probably turn to scheduling something in um, for the, the following week and making sure that I'm setting reminders and that I'm and taking time out to do something. Because I don't want to get to a point where I resent Kyle for going to wrestling training. Uh, I don't want to get to a point where, you know, I don't know, where, you know, I resent Connor going to the basketball training because, you know, they've all got something and I don't because that's really what it comes down to at the end. And, you know, on top of all of this, what becomes really important, especially if you've got children, is, you know, they, it is like leading by example as well. Do you want to teach your children that the only thing that, you know, that they should have in their lives is their partner and their kids and that's all there is to it, you know? Like, do you want to teach them not to have any sort of career ambitions or, you know, sports goals or, you know, like, no, you you want them to be independent. I think... I'm going to go on a little tangent here and and I just remember growing up being being a young girl and when I first started getting into relationships and how when I would get into relationships is that I would lose myself in those relationships and I would turn into the person that I was dating. And I think, you know, I think as women, a lot of us have been there, you know, where you know, like, you know, to the extent I used to have, you know, I mean, I, I had someone who was my best friend a, a long time ago and, you know, every time she got a boyfriend, you she'd stop talking to you, you know what I mean? Like, you, you'd almost like, firstly, you'd be like, when she was single, you'd be in her life every day and then as soon as she was in a relationship, you know, you'd be lucky if you saw her once a month once every three months, once a year, you know, like, and that's what it ends up turning into. And, you know, like, and it's the same, like I said, as me growing up, I did the same thing, you know, like I just remember being with different partners and, you know, when I would be with these partners, things, everything would change. Like my friend group would change because my, his friends would become my friends. Um, You know, his hobbies would become my hobbies. His interests would be my interests what music he listened to would be then the music that I listened to, you know, and, you know, like, and then all of a sudden you've lost yourself. And, you know, when you lose yourself, what are you giving to other people? Because there's nothing there. <laughs> because until you know who you are, know what drives you, know what your passions are, know what your purpose is, that you don't have that ability to give your best back to anybody. You don't have that ability to be of service. You don't have the ability to be a difference in this world because, you know, right at this moment, you, you, you know, in theory, you're playing a character in your life rather than being your true and authentic self. So, 
you know, like, and we have the option too, like, is that what we want to teach our children? You know, like, you know, like I can tell you, I surely do not want to teach my son that he needs to be 100% dependent on a partner. That he, you know, that he needs to change himself to be with somebody. That he, you know, needs to cut off his friends and family just to have her friends or family or his friends or family. Um, you know what I mean? Like, that's, you know, and I think that as a society at the moment, we're going through a huge shift about, you know, I, I think we are breaking down all those walls and all those stories that have been told for generations of what we should do and, you know, how life should be and how women should be and, you know, like we're breaking those stories down. But, you know, like, but sometimes we're not breaking them down quick enough, especially when I can look around and see people I know, you know, who do this. Um, you know, like it's just, it's so important. It's so important to have something for yourself and it's so important you know to take time to get to know who you are you know like how do you know what makes you happy if you're not willing to spend five minutes alone by yourself you know how you know an hour by yourself you know take yourself out for a freaking cup of coffee like just yourself and be with your own thoughts because you know this is the other thing if we're not learning how to do that then again, we're just, we're relying on someone else. And, you know, there's not always going to be somebody around. And soon enough, you know, like when you're not being your authentic self, people quickly pick up on that. And, you know, when you're also not being your authentic self as well, you start, you know, acting a little bit irrationally sometimes and you start being insecure and you start, you know, been a little bit on the crazy crazy side because you know you're out of alignment with yourself because you're not taking time to know yourself and you're not taking time to honor yourself and if you can't do these things for yourself why should anybody else do them for you as well you know like if you can't take time to learn about yourself get to know yourself love yourself respect yourself then why should anybody else do that stuff to you too because they won't, because you've set the boundary that you don't do that. So then, you know, this is when people are going to, you know, walk all over you and, and, and push those boundaries. And then when you're looking to someone else to fill those voids, you know, they're going to end up pushing away as well because it's too much for people to handle. But it's also not their responsibility to handle either. So think about the, think about the standard that you're setting for your own children. If you've got children, if you don't have children, think about, you know, like just because you're, you know, may not be a mother or, you know, a parent here, it doesn't mean that you're not a role model of some sort to somebody else. And whether that's somebody younger than you or, you know, somebody in business with you, whatever it may be, is, you know, look to the standard that you're setting and, you know, do you want people to you know you know people that are looking up to you is that the message that you want to send them you know like no you want them to be independent you want them to know themselves because as soon as that you know like I know for me for my son I want him to be independent and I want him to know who he is 
so that when he is with someone, you know, they're with him because they love him for who he is, because he knows who he is and he'll know how to love and he'll know how to care, but he'll also know how to look after himself because that's the sort of cycle that we're looking at here and this is what we, you know, it is. It's a cycle that we want to break, you know, like, you know, women for such a long time, generations over generations over generations, were never allowed to be independent. They were never allowed to free think and they were never allowed to, like, be whoever it is that they wanted to be. But deep inside, they've always been their own individual people. Well, those shackles are gone now. We're not in that time anymore. So, you know, for some of us, it's time to balls up and to start making ourselves happy so that we can be better versions of ourselves, so we can make other people around us happy and so that, you know, people are just happy to spend time with us as well. I told you I was a little bit like this is like a topic for me because I've been this person. I've been that woman. You know, I've done it in my previous relationships. I did it all throughout my 20s, you know, where I was too busy trying to be somebody else that I wasn't. And that whole time out of alignment just meant that I wasn't achieving any goals. I wasn't, you know, doing what I wanted to do in life. And, you know, everything just was never right. And it never felt right. It was just, and you know, like I can look back on those past relationships and see moments in those past relationships when I was so insecure. It was just downright mortifying. And and I just, and it's funny because when I look back on that, I don't recognize that person because that's not who I am now. And, you know, like, and then I just realized that just, you know, I was lost I was lost in somebody else's personality. I was lost in someone else's world and I didn't have anything for me because I wasn't, I was too busy trying to look after other people in these relationships and I wasn't bothering to look after myself. I wasn't bothering to get to know myself. I wasn't bothering to honor myself. I wasn't even just bothering to be myself. So if you just, you know, take one thing away from it, this today Go out, if you haven't already, go out and find one thing that just makes you fucking happy. Find one thing that lights you up and make time for it at least every week. Pop it in your diary, pop it in your schedule. Just go out and make some time for yourself. And, you know, date yourself. Take yourself out on a date. Because maybe you need to do that first before you work out what it is that you love too. Because... You know, if you haven't spent any time getting to know yourself, then you're not going to know what brings you joy. So, yeah, if you can't find something that brings you joy, go try some things. See what lights you up because I promise you there's something out there. And, you know, when you're doing stuff to make yourself feel good, you're raising raising your vibe and you're raising the vibe of everybody around you and you are just being your beautiful self. So go out there and make something happen today thank you so much for joining me on this episode of queen creations radio now if you haven't already jump onto youtube and look up queen creations tv we have so many episodes out now and they're pretty much coming out every week at this stage um 
so subscribe I'm doing you know like it's a little bit of a combination of a couple of things you know like I'm doing some coaching sort of based episodes but I'm also doing sort of days in my life episodes so that you know like I said I want you to see the journey from the ground up so get in there have a look subscribe if you haven't already and then as well if you need a one-stop shop for everything obviously go over to www.queencreationsdesign.com because everything is there from merchandise to podcast to blog to youtube it's all there in a one-stop shop awesome thank you for joining me i love you all and your support by listening to these episodes just absolutely means everything to me so have a fantastic day thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of queen creations radio now just remember to help us grow the easiest thing that you can do is actually share this episode with somebody make sure you subscribe we really appreciate all the support and if you want to rep any of the queen creations merch just jump online to www.queencreationsdesign.com